I'm standing in front of the doorway, and something looks wrong about it. It used to look like a newly created, brightly painted, perfectly detailed doorway of bronze hinges and gray wood. Now the hinges have flaky bits of glittery rust on them, and the wood, it's cracking. Oh, God. The smell is overpowering. It looks like maybe the tunnel suffered a small cave-in? I think I can still get through. Let me turn on the flashlight app, too. Extra light and all. Uh, hello? Oh, hey, Dad. Daniel, why haven't you been picking up your phone? What was even the point of me getting it for you if you ignore my calls? I, I, I wasn't ignoring your calls. My phone was uh, on uh, silent, and I, I didn't want the interviews with Mrs. Green to be disturbed, so I just switched it. Your interview was four hours ago, Daniel. Where were you all this time? It ran long, and we got food. I mean, me and Porter and Katie and Jorge... I just forgot to switch the phone back to normal. I can't keep having this conversation with you, Daniel. You can't leave me in the dark. After last time, and what happened with your mother, after everything we talked about, I I thought you knew better. I'm sorry. So, you're on your way back home? I wish you'd texted me, telling me you might get dinner with your friends. I wouldn't have waited. You waited? I'm sorry, Dad. I I didn't realize that they would invite me. I didn't think it through. Okay. Just come home. I'll eat, and maybe we can have dessert together. I got hazelnut ice cream. I'll be right there, Dad. I'm a few blocks away. Hey, Danny. I know I just saw you a few hours ago. Kind of weird to be doing the old-school voicemail thing, huh? I just feel like I express myself better verbally than over text. Don't you hate getting long texts and trying to decipher, like, the hidden or not-so-hidden meaning? Oh, well, I guess you don't. You're a writer person. You probably love long, rambling text messages. That's probably like your catnip. I mean, I guess I'm a writer person now, too. Sort of. Anyway, that's what I called to talk to you about, so... See? My rambling had a reason. It was just... I know my articles are a little out there sometimes, but, um... I just wanted to say thanks for including me in all of this. I hope I don't seem like I'm being too jokey about everything. I really... It was really cool to be able to talk to Mrs. Green about Rose and everything, and the fact that we got to do that, and that there's going to be an article about her, and that, you know, even my movie book comparisons. It's not something that I would have done before, and you're the reason. So, um, thanks. And if you don't want to listen to this, you can totally have the iPhone transcribe it to text. Anyway, later. Uh, Katie is making me thank you. K- Katie, go away. I'm not I'm not leaving a frickin' voicemail with you staring so hard at me. Uh, yeah, well, um, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to thank you for. Like, obviously the Rose article was a good idea, but it was Jorge's idea. So, I don't know. Your, your newspaper's not that lame after all, I guess. Sorry again if I was, like, weird at the interview. I, I don't know what to say at those kinds of, uh, but, I mean... You guys knew what you were doing, so it worked out. But, um, you know, I guess if you need a game review to fill up space or something like that, you know, I I can try or, or whatever. Is that enough, Katie? Jesus. Hey, this is Jorge Pereira from Easton High. Thank you for being my best friend. What the fuck? 
<laughs> I'm standing in front of the passageway again. I can't stop thinking about its disintegration. Is it gonna decay into nothing? Will I be stuck in my shitty life? Will I never see my happy home life again and just be forced to contend myself to living a life I didn't choose for myself, but was chosen for me by random circumstances? But then again, my parents didn't choose to get divorced randomly. They thought about it for a long time and decided that my mom can live her dream and my dad would give her his blessing. That wasn't random at all. When I go back to Doesn't Suck, I'm stuck with the knowledge that my mom is secretly unhappy but may not even know it, but I know it. Maybe I can help her more around the house. And what about my friends? I really like Katie and Jorge. They're such a weirdly good pair. Even Porter isn't bad if I could ever get him to like me. He's an asshole. But he looks out for his friends. I guess I never really had a group of friends before. I mean, there were people, but mostly it was just Lola. And Lola. She's the greatest. But we've been having a, a minute. It's nice to have other people to goof off with. I didn't realize I was missing that. God, to even imagine I'd get to have two lives permanently. What a joke. What happened to Rose? Did she choose to leave her life for greener pastures of another one? I couldn't be the only person who gets a passageway to a better life. Maybe she had a choice and she made it. Maybe her tunnel disintegrated like mine is doing now, so she made this insane hard choice between her mother and something else she couldn't live without. And the way things are going, I'm going to have to make that choice too. And the crazy thing is, this call should be no call at all. When I made those keep everything straight charts all those weeks ago, I called this world shitty life and the other one doesn't suck. I was always going to have to choose and I was always going to choose the version of my life that by my own words doesn't suck. It's really going to be about one thing. Will I be able to break my dad's heart? Is having a life with two parents, a great house, going to private school with my best friend worth it? No one in Doesn't Suck will miss me if I stay here, but if I leave my shitty life, my dad will be the same as Rose's mom, asking questions that there will never be any answers to. Isn't it crueler that I force my dad through my disappearances only to come back and taunt him with my appearance? If I've always known that I'd choose the other life, why then do I stay and keep making friends and taking on projects and treating this like it's my permanent real life? It has already become so difficult to leave everything. This is gonna be a bit weird. I know that. Fuck it, I'm sentimental, I guess. Why am I apologizing to this recording? Look, I'm in Easton High, but I'm also in Doesn't Suck, the world in which I never went to Easton High. No one knows me here. Oh, hey, Mr. Gordon. Shit. Excuse me? Do you go to this school? I don't think we've met. I thought I knew all the students here. I'm just visiting my cousin. I don't know you at all. Bye. That was suave, I think. Now I'm outside, and there, there, there they are. The weeds. My friends. I don't want to lose you guys when I move back to my real life. Your whole arm is sticky. Don't, don't 
Don't touch me. Oh. Look, it's called a ring pop for a reason. It's retro. Just try it. I'm not tasting your gross hand, Katie. Hey, hold up. Excuse me, are you recording us? Hey, Port. Shit, I'm doing it again. I mean, hey, you don't know me, but I heard a lot about you and wanted to say, How did hey. you hear a lot about us? Oh, I, I have a friend who goes to... Um, what friend? Well, uh, there's uh, Janice. Weird. And uh, Mike J. Stinky. And um, Olga. She doesn't speak English, bro. And, uh, well, I, I, I was talking to Mr. Gordon. Who's that? Your ELA teacher. How do you know what class Katie is in? Are you following her? Not cool, bro. No! I have... I, I just heard you guys were cool from a friend, and I only mentioned Mr. Gordon because he worked with my advisor at Paulson, and he, uh, I asked about you guys, and he said you were, um, smart. This is not believable, my dude. No, Katie, this guy is not your dude. Listen, I'm Daniel. I don't give a fuck what your name is, asshole, because you're either A, the most conspicuous narc of all time, or B, you're a fucking creep with a Katie obsession, and you need to step the hell back, because... Jorge and I would be happy to end any weird ideas you have about her really quick if you get too close. How? How? How can there be an even more unpleasant version of you? It's almost impressive. Look, I swear, I'm not... I'm not any of the things you think. I have a legitimate reason for... Oh, my God. Why are you still talking? Are you fucking brain dead? I mean, how can I be more clear here? You're weirding us out. Take a hint. Get lost. No random name drop is going to save face with us right now because we don't hang out with other losers at this school. Nice try. Move along. Find another chick to creep on. Or better yet, don't. Rose! Rose Green! What? How could you know Rose? She's been in therapy since seventh grade. Are you in therapy with her? She talks about me? Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. Uh, we share the, a therapist. And we met at the... Uh, uh, Edward Danhauser Home for the Insane. What? I mean, yes. I mean, yes. What? Really? Okay. Okay. Now we're really done here. Home for the Insane? Are you fucking kidding me right now? That's just what me and Rose call it. Private joke. It's really just the Edward Danhauser Psychiatric Institute. You and Rose talk? Listen, asshole, I don't know what the hell your game is, but you have seconds to... Shh. Porter, relax already. It's all right. He's Rose's friend. Of course he's a little weird. I'm not weird. I'm going for friendly? That's her way of saying crazy. <sighs> Look, if you escape from the home or whatever, we don't have to call the cops. I'm not, you know, a call-the-cops kind of guy. But you need to go back there. You're scaring us normal people. That's offensive, bro. I think the term is actually... I don't know. But it's not cool. The people in that place are uh, differently abled. Oh, at two, Jorge? I didn't escape from anywhere. I just talked to Rose for a few minutes and she mentioned Katie with such warmth that I thought it would be nice to meet her if I was in the neighborhood. Which I was right now. That's all. I'm... I'm going. Thanks a lot. Oh, Port, you were a little mean to him. I probably saved your life, and you could thank me by passing that pen. Well, that was shitty. Porter is such a barrier between everything. I don't know what it is about me that he reads as an attack, but apparently he reads me that way no matter how I play it. If I wanted to actually see those guys again, I'd have to put in time. Now that they think I've escaped some asylum, that'll be even harder. Ugh. Oh. But, 
Now at least I know that Rose is in this world, and I know where she is, which may not have been my mission today, but is probably better than I could have hoped for. If I can talk to Rose, she might actually have answers to my questions. Wouldn't that be novel? Someone to talk to about this instead of a tape recorder? <laughs> no offense. There it is. The Edward Danhauser Psychiatric Institute. Oh, good. The help desk. <clears throat> um, excuse me, Miss, uh, Jane? Just Jane, please. How may I help you, sir? I'm looking for a patient. Uh, she's a friend of mine. Well, uh, uh, her name is Rose Green. Visiting hours are from noon to 6 p.m. Is she expecting you? Uh, well, no. It's a surprise, I guess. Uh, we haven't been in touch in a while. Okay, I understand, sir. Name, please. Daniel Jones. Why don't you take a seat right there and I'll call you up and see if she'd like a visitor today. Thank you, Miss... Uh, Jane. Do we really have to see your father twice a week? If you want that inheritance, Jack, you should be here at least that much. You know I have seven sisters. Mr. Daniel Jones? Yes, here. Right. Take the second elevator on the right and go up to the third floor. Go down the hall called Neil Lane. She's in room 215. She's expecting you. You have 45 minutes. No phones in the hallway, Mr. Jones. It's Lola. I don't know who it is, and anyway, it doesn't matter who it is. No, 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 I, I get it. I, I just have to take this before I go up. You have 45 minutes starting from now. You may use your time as you'd like. Lola, hey, how are you feeling? Uh, hey, Daniel, um, I'm, uh, how are you? Is everything all right, Lola? Are you crying? Oh, no, 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 just my cold. It's, uh, it's lingering, I guess. Where are you now? I'm at a hospital. What? Are you okay? Is your mom okay? Yes. <laughs> Everyone is fine. It's not that kind of hospital. It's for people who need continuous therapy. Um, why are you there? Uh, it's for a project. I'm, I'm interviewing people about the circumstances of being in a place like this and whether it's helpful or a deterrent to getting better. I've set up an interview today with someone who's our age to keep it relevant to our readership. That's great, Daniel. You're really coming into your own as a writer, you know that? I bet, with ideas like that, you'll write some really powerful stuff this year. I'm just glad to hear you're okay. Me? You're the one who was sick. Right? <laughs> uh, thanks for remembering. No. I'm just kidding, Daniel. It's, it's fine. Hey, so, I, I won't take up too much of your time. I just wanted to... My dad wants me to get rid of a bunch of my junk, and, and the charity is doing their pickup tomorrow. I have a bunch of books that I think you'd like. If you get a chance, swing by and pick them up after the interview, okay? But, um, today, okay? Maybe an hour or so from now, if you want them. Sure, Lord. Are you sure? I know I haven't been around lately due to this cold, but it's, it's nice to see that you've been doing really well. At the newspaper, I mean. Without me. Uh, constantly handing you assignments. You... You really gave yourself a project, huh? It's very proactive of you. You don't need me at all. I need you. No, you don't, bro. A anyways, I, I gotta go pack. 
up my books. I... See you later. Jeez. Your girlfriend sounds dramatic. She's not my... Please pin your badge to your shirt. You have 36 minutes with Miss Green. So precise. Um, Rose? Rose Green? Hi, I'm Daniel. It's you. It's me? What do you mean? I've seen you before, but I had stopped believing that you, that any of you, were real. What did you say? My Parallel Life is written and produced by Vera Green Tea and Jasmine Brown. The audio for this podcast is recorded and mixed by Mike Umile. Music is created and performed by A. Bird. My Parallel Life stars Elsie Witter, Julian Thomas, Cherie Nicholas Christopher, Steph Marie Alvarez, Louis Walker, Jamie Face, Timothy Rodriguez, Rajiv Miller, Sierra Lewis Jean, and Jasmine Brown. Website and credits are by Timothy Rodriguez. To learn more about My Parallel Life and the fantastic crew of people who make it, visit our website, jumpycatstudios.com. If you'd like to help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe at any major podcast platform. This episode's a wrap. See you in another dimension.